0: Good afternoon, my wonderful friends over at Substack, Substacution, Substackers, Readers, friends of Corey Ryan Forster, subscribers of Corey Ryan Forster, whatever it is you want to be called. I don't know. But I love you regardless, and I hope you're having a tremendous day. A little cloudy out here in the park. I I call these rants, I I might start calling them the 20,000 step rant because that's y'all, I always get y'all in the middle of me trying to get my 20,000 steps in. Uh, so here's another 20,000 step rant. First off, hug everybody that you know and love today. Please do it. Do it for me. Hug your mama. If she's there, hug your grandmama. Hug your buddy. Hug someone that you normally don't even hug if you love them. I don't think we hug enough. Or maybe y'all hug too much. Who knows? I think people either don't hug enough or they hug too much. You know what I'm saying? No one hugs the right amount at all. You're either someone who barely hugs or you're someone who... You know, you always get that, that it's usually an older man at the funeral home or just at a baseball game or whatever that hugs everybody just a little bit too long. Sometimes they kiss you on the neck, get some of that tongue in your ear. My Papaw was a tongue in the ear type. Rest in peace, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but hug everybody that you know and you love today. Uh, this isn't a pity, pity rant. But I did we the comedy community lost a, a, a friend today. His name was Big John Richardson. Big John Richardson. If you're from the Louisville, Kentucky area, I guarantee you know him, because he was a fixture in that community in the various clubs that they've had over the years. He also, if you ever used to come see my shows at the comedy catch in Chattanooga, Tennessee, you'll probably remember Big John as well. He was a hilarious hilarious man, and more importantly than that, one of the kindest men that you would ever meet. He was usually at the club, an opening act, a middle, and there were so many people that request, like Big John would come in, he would be there three weeks in a row sometimes because whoever the headlining comedian had requested Big John, and that really says a lot about Big John as a person, that people would go out of their way and be like, hey, I I want Big John to be my middle. Because Big John was the consummate professional, Big John was not only funny, but Big John was a great host, which is a dying dying art form <laughs> in this country. Being a host does not mean being the first comedian to go on stage. A lot of people think that they're like the host is the first comedian that goes on stage. yes. That is true, and in almost every situation, the first person that goes on stage will be the host, but a host is someone who sets the tone, someone who guides the show, someone who provides a, a, a through line of energy throughout the show, and nobody was better than Big John. Big John would crush you with laughter, but he would also make you feel welcome, and he would put over the next comedian just bigger than anything. Like, he, he let you know. I, even if the next comedian sucked, you believed for a second that he was not going to suck because of how well Big John was introducing him. Big John also put the club over wherever he was working so well. Big John, I mean, he, he went past the typical tip your bartender, you know, try the veal, all that, <laughs> all that cliche stuff. He was just the consummate professional, and he was like that offstage too. He was just a sweetheart, and I hadn't seen John in Oh, my God. I mean, I'd say about five, six years, right after we popped, because I'd worked with John, you know, several times when I first started doing comedy on 18 years ago or whatever. And then right as soon as we popped and started playing bigger venues and stuff, I believe we ran into John either in Louisville or he was at the comedy catch passing through or something. Big old smile. We hugged. We talked. And you just never think that some time, a time is gonna be the last time you see somebody. Again, this isn't me blubbering it, me and John weren't best of friends, but John was in just our circle of comedians at that club, and it was a family, you know, you, you knew all the regulars. Uh, he wasn't from Chattanooga, so he was more like a third cousin or something, because he'd only be around every now and then, but still, we had our community, and uh, you just knew where you stood with these people. It was back before the internet and stuff. <laughs> like literally like I know I'm not that old but like when I first started in comedy the internet was not what it is today. Like YouTube had just started. There was no really such thing as posting videos to Twitter. Maybe some people were doing it, but it's like a requirement now. But back then, dude, you just did your act and the people you knew were not from social media. The people you knew were people that you met at the club and there's probably tons that I've forgotten over the years because they didn't make an impression like Big John or they weren't as sweet as Big John. And so the Comedy Catch Extended Family lost a good one today. And and like I said, man, you just don't you just don't ever know when it's gonna be the last time you see someone. I mean I remember when my good buddy Spanky Brown died. And like, dude, I mean gutted and, and you, you start thinking about like God dang, I wish I'd have reached out, I wish I'd have called. Realistically you shouldn't beat yourself up for that because, you know, you think about those and you're like, well, it's not like they called me either. We, we all getting, life gets in the way, man. And it's crazy. I remember back in those days, hanging out with big John and hanging out with everybody. You'd hear them talking about like, oh God, I had so and so was one of my best friends and I ain't seen him in 10, 12 years. And you think, how is that possible? And you I always used to think that the adults in my life were just like, oh, they must be bad friends if they hadn't talked to someone in 10 to 12 years. And then I think about it and 10 to 12 years of my life has gone by and there's certainly people I love that I haven't talked to because life just gets in the way, man. I mean, especially in today's goddamn economy, we're all out here working three, four, five, 17 jobs. Just not a lot of time. So when we do have time, we got to make it for the people we love. So today, this is a goddamn, I'm starting to sound like a life coach, but I'm going to do it too. I'm about to get off here and uh, call one of my friends that I hadn't talked to in a little bit. And I suggest that you do the same. Just, just even if it's just one person, just think of that someone who you hadn't talked to in a long time, but you'd be very, very upset if you found out that they passed away (laughs) that before you talked to them. Just give them a holler. Even if it's just like, man, did you see that dumbass World Series? Whatever, man. Human connection, we just, it's not our fault that we've lost a little bit of it, because I think with the internet, we just think, well, everybody's always available. I can always reach out. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to make that phone call right now. Uh, Sorry for being morbid or whatever on this podcast, but I just wanted to honor big John Richardson, tell y'all that I loved you, and tell you to holler at your friends. I'll talk to y'all later. Love you. Bye.